guys, so welcome to episode three of Mentally Healthy. This episode, I want to talk about putting in the work, and I have a special guest, um, Josh. So he's been a longtime friend, my boss, colleague now, um, and I just actually admire you. <laughs> oh, you. So. Um, we met, what, like four or five years ago working at Good Life. Yes. Um, and you were working as a carpenter or something? I was a scaffolder oh, back then, yeah. So yeah. Working in construction, so a lot's nice. changed in the last five years. Yeah. Um, and then we worked at F45 together and then you started becoming a PT at Raw in Vibra Lake. And now you own a gym. calisthenics gym which is amazing um and you have your own family yes i do (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah you're planning on growing your gym um you know sometime in the near future so um i don't think i ever told you this but when i first met you i honestly looked up to you because you just brought up like so much positivity and Back in the days, I was this negative Nancy, so I remember, <laughs> I actually remember this one time, um, you were signing up a member, yeah. but they were coming in, and I think you told them they could come in for free or something, and you were like, oh, Alba, um, so this person's coming in for free, so, you know, just let them in, don't growl at them. If they, like, don't know <laughs> what to say, and I'm like, oh, like, fuck, am I, like, am I that bad? Um, but the one thing that... I love about you is well you give out positive energy but you're also a go-getter um which is why i wanted to talk to you about putting in the work so you want things done and you do it there's always a vision you you don't just talk about things and then you let it sit there you actually like oh i'm gonna do this and then you go and do it um which i find you know including me a lot of people struggle with that because there's always like, oh, I wish I could do that, I want to do that, but... And then there'll be, like, excuses, like, oh, but I'm too old, or I'm too young, or I'm not good enough, uh, you know. There are all the excuses in the world. Um, you take any challenges that life throws at you and you work through them. Um, so what I want to talk about, first thing, is how do you overcome challenges? Wow. Okay. No, thank you. Thanks. Straight into the deep end. That, that was an amazing introduction. I, I thank you very much. That warmed my heart, seriously. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a crazy journey. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all part of the bigger picture. But uh, yeah, the, the question, what was it again? It was... Um, how do you overcome challenges? How do I overcome challenges? Um, so yeah, I guess persistence. Persistence is my biggest thing. Um, I've always been um, the sort of person that doesn't like to take no for an answer. Like, um, if there's a will, there's a way. So, um, no matter what you want to do, my biggest thing is, um, yeah, if you want to do something, you, you fucking grind until you get it done. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Because um, I found that about you, where you, you know, if one thing doesn't go your way, you don't just go, oh, okay, anyways, moving on. You go, no, no, like... I want this, so yeah. is, is there another way that you can get a, um, you work around that 
problem. Yeah, well, I think as well, like my past, uh, like you said, like I was, I was a scaffolder, so I was working in construction, and for me that was like, yeah, I really didn't want to go down that that line of work. So me doing the fitness side of things now and doing something that I'm so passionate about, like calisthenics, it's sort of. Um, yeah, like my inspiration is always, you know, I don't want to go back to that lifestyle. So it's, you know, um, keep pushing until I can have what I want. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Um, so now I want to talk about you having a family and owning a gym. And, yeah. you know, before owning the gym, you obviously had your own business because you were a personal trainer. Um, and then years ago, you had your clothing brand. Yeah. Um, so from an outsider's point of view, who you know doesn't know you, it can seem like, oh, you've got this happy family, you've got a successful business, you have, you know, like you have a home to go to, you have your girlfriend, um, you have this like, I don't know, it just seems like, oh, you have this amazing lifestyle, you get to train, you, you're just living the life. Um, but obviously, in your life it's chaotic like there's there's a lot that goes back behind a business you don't just come to work in the morning and then you leave and then that's it um and now you know you've got Indy who's what nine months old so it's not like you come home and she's sound asleep and then you get a full night's sleep um and then now Maddie's going back to working with her own business so you got to work around you know like her hours and she's got to work around your hours um so not a lot of people can see the amount of effort that you put in um and it can just be seen as like oh he's so lucky um so the next thing i want to talk about is how do you balance everything yeah well uh, that's that's a yeah (laughs) <laughs> an interesting one um it is a chaotic life and i guess like the biggest thing that people you know we all do it we're all guilty of it is we look at uh whether it be social media um and it's always the highlights of someone's life so you always see the best times you know and, and um it's easy to create a, an image around someone like that but um yeah like my life is by by all means like it's uh it is pretty chaotic um, but that's the way I like it as well, you know, like my sort of schedule at the moment, I'm up at 4, 5am in the morning. Um, I'm generally at the gym um, by 5 or 6am um, and then I work through till usually about lunchtime. Um, in that time I will get to train and I, I have had people say to me, oh, you're lucky prick, you get to train while you're at work and stuff like that. But, you know, my job is to be, um, I guess, the pinnacle of what, what I do. So I'm... Yeah, every day I'm trying to be the best version of myself and then trying to be that inspiration for the people that are part of my community as well. So that's that's my morning. I get to 12 o'clock. i got to go home and my partner, like you said, has just started working again. So I look after um, our baby girl from 1 to 3 o'clock, which is generally when she's, yeah, awoken and she's full of beans. She's crawling now. She's, she's uh, yeah, she's... She's a handful, but she's amazing. Like, I, I love that time. I love having a lifestyle that I get to, uh, as well, go home and spend time with my daughter. That was a big inspiration for me with, with this line of work was, 
if I was working as a, as a tradie or anything like that, I would be stuck to the certain hours every day and I'd be limited to the time that I get to spend with my baby. So, like I said, I like the chaotic lifestyle because, you know, I spend that time there with her and then I come back to the gym and I'm back at the gym until, you know, 6, 6.30 at night. Um, and if I'm lucky, I get to go home. I get to see her again before she goes to bed and then Maddie will go back to work and my lifestyle is go, 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 go. But uh, I find, you know, um, it's, it's good for me because as soon as I get stagnant, I get, uh, you know, I get lazy yeah. and that's um, just natural. And I think everyone sort of gets like that. So as long as you're doing something that's purpose driven, uh, you will achieve lots, lots of things. So yeah, um, yeah I guess. Well, is that the question? I, yeah. I sort of rambled a little yeah. bit there. Yeah, so how do you find balance in everything? So um, you're saying you work for, you know, yeah. something that gives you a purpose and Big time. something that motivates you. Yeah, so balance, yeah, balance is a big thing as well. Like burnout, I've, I've been burnt out so many times. So it's, the biggest thing is, you know, stress management, make sure you're getting enough sleep which is challenging with a baby, but um, the days when she does sleep through the night, you know, you, you're praying, you're like, happens. Um, so yes, stress management, sleep, uh, good nutrition, and then healthy training as well. Like, uh, I've, I've done it plenty of times in the past where I've overtrained and I don't listen to my body, but I'm at the point now where I've got great people around me in, in this gym um, that are very knowledgeable. Uh, so. I'll do my type of training and then I'll invest in someone like yourself or Brendan and we'll do mobility and just slow me down and, and it helps a lot. Even breath work, you know, cold exposure, yeah. getting some sun, they're all very vital parts to being able to, to um, maintain a chaotic lifestyle. Yeah. And even if, you've, if you're, you know, that sort of person that is striving to open a business or looking for your purpose get those things right first because once you've got a healthy mind and a healthy body the rest will come in and it will just yeah it'll be a snowball effect once you start yeah. you know walking you then you're running and um, you attract everything that yeah is around you when you when you're driving for something that you want to do yeah. yeah I just recently um, figured that out as well because yeah. for the longest time I was just like um, oh no I won't do that or like oh I will do that but it was something that I either didn't want to do or something that I did want to do and I just didn't do it yeah. um, and you definitely like realise that oh what's the point why am I doing this why am I putting in the effort if I don't want to do all this stuff and then I started doing okay now I'm going to do what I want I'm going to um, you know pay attention to myself and then all the energy just comes in and mm. you don't have to put well, you have to put in the effort, but it doesn't feel like you're putting in as much effort because you're doing something that you want. Exactly. That's, that's a big thing. It's like, and I know a lot of people that are still struggling to find their purpose or find what actually they enjoy in life or what drives them every day. But the number one thing is getting out of that stagnant energy of like, you might be doing a job you don't like, you might not be working at all, um, you might not be training, but if you do those basics, you know, you ground, you get sun exposure, you do cold exposure, you do breath work, you know, you look after your health, then that, that's that's the key. Once you once you nail that, you will then have a clearer head and you'll be able to think, like, well, I actually really enjoy that. And, you know, it might even be, while you're doing one of those practices, you might go, fuck, I love breath work. 
and then breathwork opens a whole new life to you, you know, you might yeah. go out and do a bunch of courses and really get to understand what breathwork's all about and then that's your big purpose, you know, mm. um, but it all starts with um, your health. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually wanted to ask you about that and um, like, you know, breath work and meditating and journaling and stuff, so yeah. I know that you do um, all that and I love all that too, so for me it's like you don't need to convince me to do it, like I know that that's something I'm interested in and I mm. want to like grow doing, but a lot of people and, you know, especially the male population will hear that and they'll be like, oh, that sounds, that sounds gay yeah. or like... Yeah. Um, so how would you, like, have you always liked it or how would you, um... Well, yeah, well, like, for me, I, um, breath work has always been, um, an interesting one for me. Like, I started with meditation. I actually had a really dark patch in my life around 2016, 2017. Um, just had a lot of things sort of go wrong and, um, I struggled to see the light, but realistically, now that I look back on it, it was just a, a big crossroads that helped me get on the path that I'm on now. So during that period um, where I was battling, you know, depression, I, I started to meditate, and it all started with just mantra meditation, which is, um, you know, the humming and all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, I did that for a while, and and I just almost got to. Um, too TikTok with it, like it just became, you know, I started to think more when I was meditating and stuff like that, so I started to do breath work and uh, found breath work was, was a big game changer for me. We breathe all day long and we're not conscious of it, you know. Yeah. As soon as you become conscious of your breath, it can seem really fucking hard just to breathe in for four seconds and hold your breath for four seconds and yeah. then breathe out for four seconds. But once you get into a good... Um, Good, good rhythm with that and you start doing it all the time um, you'll just realise that you can breathe through any situation so you might be stressed as fuck or angry anything like that you go take three, four, five minutes to go breathe you're a completely different person when you yeah. stop so that's been a big motivation for me with breath work is to be able to control any situation that I'm in no matter how stressed I am or whatever I can get back to a, a good state with breath work and then that's been my I guess my um, my reason of doing it because uh, I just I can get back to a, a normal state. Um, so breathwork's a big one for me. Uh, journaling, I journal every single day, every single day. Um, I've done that for quite a while now. Again, probably since that that period in my life, I I was told by a psychiatrist that that's a, a great thing to do, and um, I've got a little method that I use every day that works really well for me, and I write myself a little checklist it goes in pri priority order so things that I need to do to make sure that you know I'm gonna get shit done every day yeah. and I have a, a little personal checklist which consists of about five things and then a little business checklist so um, personal always includes you know um, some sort of stretching or breath work um, it might include training or movement like because I don't train hard every day sometimes I might just go for a big long walk yeah. Um, as long as my body's moving. Um, I also, um, I'm big on tracking my nutrition as well. So it's not for everyone, but it's something that helps keep me accountable all the time. And I know that I'm on the right path. I'm eating the right foods. I'm sourcing the right foods. Um, and then reading book, 
which I've been a little bit lazy with lately. I, I tend to either listen to a podcast or an audible now. Um, I live 20 minutes from the gym, so I use that time in the car to, to listen to that, you know? Because, like, again, like chaotic lifestyle, you have to fit things in, you have to make time for them. So the biggest thing is making time. I hear all the time, I don't have enough time. That's the biggest lie. Um, you have you have time, you just gotta make time. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like when I'm driving, I'll be listening to a podcast or an audible. Um, and that, they're just a few things that I do, a part of my personal checklist. And then uh, business is just always things that are gonna make sure the business ticks over. Um, and ensuring that I can I can grow with the business as well. So it's just you know making sure I reply to all my emails, make sure I'm contacting members, make sure that um, you know I'm I'm doing things like planning things ahead and yeah all that sort of stuff. They're the two main things, and then I write three things that I'm grateful for every day, um, which is every every time I write this down in the morning. And yeah, three things. Like sometimes it can seem really hard. Sometimes I write the same thing every single day. You yeah. know, my family, my daughter, um, they're big inspiration drivers for me. Like, they make me do what I do every day. Yeah. Um, I have a purpose, not only because I love calisthenics, because I, I want to provide for my family and I want to give them the best life um, possible. Um, gratitude can be, you know, the weather can be access to good food, clean water, um, grateful that you can have a hot shower you know a lot of people yeah. around the world can't even have a hot shower um, so you just got to really tune in with what you can be grateful for as well um, and that yeah I went through a long period of my in my life where I was just always you know feeling like things aren't good enough and I went to the Philippines in 2017 and I went and stayed in a village with like um, with some family friends over there and they literally live in like tin sheds, but they're the happiest people I've ever fucking met in my life. Yeah. And that that drove me so much is when I came home, it was just like every little thing that we take for granted here in yeah. in, in Australia, I was just like, fuck no, that's that's um a luxury. Yeah. Being able to like even go to our beaches, you know, like we've got the best beaches in the world. It's just you just gotta really realise like it's not always about, you know, the little things or it is about the little things yeah. I should say yeah um, and then as well the last thing that I'll do is I'll write down three things that I'm proud of doing at the end of the day so gratitude and pride and at the end of the day I write down three things um, that I'm proud of myself for doing and it might just be journaling you know yeah it might just be oh, I, I reached out or oh, I gave someone a compliment you know mm. um, my three biggest rules to life and they're written on the board here in the chambers gratitude empathy and mindfulness Empathy is being able to put a smile on someone else's face because it will actually help you um, become happier. You have an oxytocin release when you give someone else a compliment. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's true because um, it's like, I guess, I don't know, if you get road rage and you, I don't know, build up that negativity in your head, it stays with you. Oh, big time. It doesn't, like, if you... (laughs) This is the um, example that I used in um, the last podcast where I used to like get so angry if I smiled at someone and they didn't smile back at me. <laughs> I'm like, why? Do you, like, it takes two seconds. Why don't you smile back? Yeah. Um, 
but then you know that negativity it just like stays in your head whereas if you just kind of okay never mind moving on like and then you you don't get so consumed about that like anger or um big time i think i think a big thing um i believe massively in energy and you know what you're putting out there is what you're going to draw back in yeah yeah like i like i said before i had a, a dark dark period of my life and I attracted a lot of negative shit into my life when I was like that and then just tuning into little things like gratitude and and stuff like that you you turn that around um, and yeah gratitude empathy mindfulness three things they're so simple um, just be grateful for what you do have rather than what you don't have empathy yeah brighten up someone else's day and mindfulness like it's it's uh, very like it's a simple way of explaining but like yeah if you're living in the future you're always going to be anxious if you're thinking about what's going to happen next you're going to be anxious and you just you don't want that energy if you're living in the past you're holding on to things that you need to let go of you can't change anything that's already happened you can only um, control the present moment so being in the past you're always going to be depressed and being in the present you're going to be at peace you know like you can only create your reality from this present moment yeah Um, so it's every every second every minute counts yeah Yeah. generally when you talk about the past you always think about oh what if i did this what if i did Mm. that Mm. um so then rather than working around it or you know working towards the goal that you already have you're trying to fix what you've already done exactly um and then if you're thinking about the future generally a lot of people i know for me anyways um you always think about the worst mm. there's never you know you never yeah. think about the future and think like <laughs> oh yeah this is going to be great you always think oh no what if i start a business and it fails exactly. what if i lose all my money what if this doesn't go anywhere and i've just put like you know x amount of money into it mm-hmm. that's that's exactly right uh your mind is your biggest enemy as soon as you start diving into things that haven't happened yet um like i'm i'm guilty of it myself like as soon as i start thinking about things in the future it's always the worst possible way of things happening um but yeah it's perception is a big thing if you can look at things in certain lights then uh i think yeah you'll just you'll change your reality you know uh, for me a big thing is like every failure is not failure it's a lesson to me you know I've gone through lots of things that at the time I got so upset about and it, and it rattled me for months on end but looking at things now when present in the moment that I'm at it taught me such a good lesson and I wouldn't be the person who I am today without that lesson so you can always walk around and be like, fuck, this has happened to me, this, fuck, oh, my life, shit, whatever. But if you look at all those things that have happened and then realise, you know, your perception's different now, you can look at things yeah. differently. Um, yeah, you're going to be the best version of yourself. So. Yeah. Um, and I just want to add to that as well, you know, and you mentioned it, like you need to, you need to realise that um, or take it in as a lesson because if something bad happens to you and you just keep blaming yourself or you keep blaming others, then you're not letting that um, 
you're not letting the experience sink in and you're not learning from that experience if anything you're just creating more negative energy so that's um, that's what we just said before you know and if you keep holding on to things you're going to be depressed as fuck yeah. and that's that's a fact and yeah you can't change anything so you can only keep going forward yeah um, one step in front of each other and um, as long as you can be 1% better than yesterday, you're going to be fucking 365% better than you were this time last year. Yeah. So. Um, so, going back into um, having balance, do you ever slip from those balance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Of course. Um, and yeah. what do you do to get yourself back into gear? We're all human. Um, <laughs> A hundred percent. Like, look, you can sit here and say, like, all this stuff, but it, it happens, you know. Uh, a couple months ago, I was probably training way too hard, and I, I tweaked my neck and popped the rib out of place, and, like, it just fucking sent me for six, and I couldn't train for a week, and um, at the time, I thought, fuck, I'm going to be out of it for six weeks, and I just got in my own head and got really down, but it was almost a reset that that's the best thing that can happen when you fall out of balance there's a reset button and it's your it's probably your, your higher self telling you you're fucking doing too much <laughs> of something you need Rest. to slow down so um for me it was an injury and that that week off i was like seeing the chiropractor so a physio i got remedial massage um and it helped me heaps and i like i said to myself Alright Josh, this is your your time. You have to fucking do everything possible to get back to that that point of um, feeling good again. And, and I said, well, you know, I've got to be, I've got to lead by example. I've got this this amazing community here in the Cali Chamber, and if they saw me injure myself and I just keep trying to push through and I fuck myself up even more, that's not the person I want to. Um, you know, be in front of in front of this community. I want to be the person that leads by example, does everything right, goes, gets the treatment, does a lot of prehab, um, mobility stuff, and then uh, come back twice as strong. Yeah. So that's that's my thing. Is there's always a reset button. Um, there's always a way to to just reset. Even if yeah. it might be a week, might be two weeks, might be a month. Yeah. Uh, you just need to figure out the best way possible to get yourself back on your own feet you know yeah um, that was just that's one example but yeah i'm very big on um like you know signs and stuff as yeah, well yeah. so like you were saying you got injured and you know used that as okay well my body needs to rest um mm. and the Cairo here actually said that you know your body takes in different types of stresses so when you're training a lot it's not just taking in the stress that it's like the physical stress that you're putting into your body but it's like emotional stress as well um and then stress from nutrition so if you do get um like in a bit of a rut or you see something happening over and over again what's happening like are you doing anything to change that or are you just pushing through it and then you're getting angrier and angrier mm. um and you get that with, you know, a lot of members as well, um, not just here, but in many different gyms, um, with injuries where they're like, I'm just, I'm not progressing with mm. my training. I'm not progressing like with my goals. 
and I keep getting injured, but it's like, okay, well, what are you doing about it? Exactly. Because now you keep coming in and rather than lessening your um, training sessions, you're upping your training sessions yeah. to like six days a week, twice a day. Of course, you're not going to be progressing. Definitely. Your body's tired. You need, you need, and that's the thing, it's like with the gen pop sort of, uh, I guess, clientele members, they... Um, they're not, you know, you need to be more educated with these sort of things. And for myself, that that little fork in the road was a reset. And for me, again, it was like a lesson. So I learned that. And then now I come back and like I said, I wanted to be um, that lead by example for our crew in here. And it's educating people that, okay, well, you don't need to be training fucking six, seven days a week. You, you need to be training based around your goals and what are your goals that's a big thing it's like a lot of people just training because they think they're gonna just tone up or yeah. they think that they're gonna drop 30 kilos in a month and when they don't do that they're like oh fuck this you know <laughs> training for me is this is why i do calisthenics is because it's a journey and it's a never-ending journey um which at times you know people can call you crazy and whatnot but you know, you open one door with calisthenics, you unlock a movement, and then it opens another four or five doors to another yeah. another sort of journey. And uh, it's, it's a very, I guess, um, it's it's a fun journey, you know? Uh, and that's that's what most people lack, is they don't know what they're working for. Yeah. Uh, if you if you can figure out what what you're going towards, for me it was a muscle up, and then once I got the muscle up, it was like, well now I want to do a handstand, mm. and then once you do that, there's a thousand other moves in calisthenics <laughs> that you go learn. So uh, it's yeah, it's always about the journey. So you just need to figure out what your purpose is or what you're working towards. You need to have good education around what you're doing, or get a good coach. That's yeah. what we like to do in here is is all the coaches have different skill sets, um, but we are here to help you unlock your full potential. So that's what we do, a part of a community here, and that's what other gyms might lack. You might go to a commercial gym and just be, you know, uh, going in, jumping on the treadmill, using a few machines, hopping out. Find your crowd, find your crew, find your find your energy, and, and know what you're working for. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um. And with knowing what you're working for and knowing your goal, know where um, or know how to achieve it. So um, this isn't just about training, um, but with training, like you said, you know, get a coach, get educated. Um, but same thing with just everyday goals. Like if you want to open up a business, the goal is to open up a business. But how are you going to make like open up a business? So you're just going to put money and lease a space and then what next um obviously if you don't have that plan then you're not going to succeed so same with um training or with any type of goals if you don't have a plan if you don't have the education if you don't have a mentor or someone who can guide you then it's not going to succeed exactly yeah i'm big on that like i'm part of a an amazing course called the Carter Institute, um, Jake Carter. He, he's been a massive influence for me when it comes to business. So myself, I, I personally have two sort of mentors that I go to for business. I have a calisthenics coach. I, uh, 
I've, I've studied nutrition, so I sort of do my own nutrition, but at the same time, like it's always good to have a coach and in each aspect you're trying to strive towards because yeah, look, I'm human. I've got a girlfriend who's addicted to chocolate. <laughs> I will probably have chocolate most nights. Um, like, the, like most of my nutrition is great. Um, but yeah, I can sort of splurge out on the weekends, you know, binge eat, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, if you can get coaches for every aspect that you're trying to strive towards in life, um, you can be the best version of yourself. If you're, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's always yeah. been a big quote of mine. And, and you know, I always look for someone who can teach me something. Uh, yeah. And then I'm only, like I said before as well, just you, if you can be 1% better than you were yesterday, you're just mm. going to keep growing, keep keep getting better. So Yeah. Um, One of my favorite quotes is everyone knows something you don't. Exactly. So yeah. even if, you know, like say you think you know everything there is about training, but someone might know something about nutrition and mm. you don't know that and they'll go hand in hand or... Um, you know, maybe, you know, you think you know something about a clothing brand and someone knows something about, um, I don't know, like a gym clothing brand or something. Exactly. There's always something that you don't know whether it, um, you know, aligns with your profession or not. So it's always good to learn and grow from other people. That's, that's massive. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I, that happens to me all the time. It's like, again, in my chaotic life, I'm like, go 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 and then it'll come down to you know a bit of empathy if I give someone the time of day and I sort of you know um, invest into them and we have a conversation they generally will say something that I'm like holy fuck I've been <laughs> looking for that or I needed to know someone who knew something about this and um, yeah that's just it like you can't just be stuck in your own little world thinking everyone hates you or this that and the rest like if you can show empathy to other people like you just said you can um everyone's got something that you don't have mm. and generally it can really benefit you so yeah knowledge is power that's that's what i live by and if you keep learning you're just going to become a better human yeah and that is um one thing why i told jet so my friend who's just finished her personal training course um and you know she's like oh i don't have Sorry, Jet, <laughs> I can say this. <laughs> uh, but she was just saying, like, oh, I don't have the confidence in, you know, starting up my own business and training clients and stuff. And obviously you were one of the people that I was like, look, um, I can ask Josh if you can shadow him. And one of the reasons was because I know you always look at growing yourself. You're, you know, you've got mentors, you've got teachers, and you're always looking to learn. Um, and that's one thing that I really look up to you as well thank you yeah and i think if you can help anyone you know if you can offer anything to anyone then that's that's massive like um jess being in that position i was in that position you know yeah i we we worked a good life together i did sales i fucking hated it but i've developed good people skills in that job yeah. when i first came to that job I went to pick up the phone and my hand was fucking shaking. I was like, I don't want to call someone. Because I can't always talk to them when they come into the gym. But it was the persistence of, again, my mentor at the time. Um, shout out Brian Murray if you're listening to this. He's an amazing human being. And he, he taught me a lot when it came to business. And, and he helped me develop those people skills. But then again, it was like as soon as I stood out into the trainer world and I went to F45... 
My first class at F45, I think there was three people there. It was a 9 a.m. class, it was like three mums. And I went to start the <laughs> class and I was like, hello. Uh, my voice was shaking and I, it was just a really uncomfortable position, but I didn't have someone that said, come in, shadow, look, jump in with me. Someone that was really supportive. And that's what I, I feel like with uh, Jess, is just like, if I can offer that to as many people that are looking to get out into the industry and want to learn more and want to get a, get a taste of what it's all about, come in and like, I'll, I'll help you build your confidence. And I think that's the biggest thing is, yeah, if you can help other people, um, yeah, it's just mm. gonna be a, a tenfold effect, you know, like um, you'll have people that can help you, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you always been the way that you are now? You kind of gave um, us a little bit information about you in 2017 so mm. obviously you haven't always been you know in the been in the right mindset <laughs> but, <laughs> but have you always wanted to you know like um like take a no for an answer and all that kind of stuff have that strong um confidence in yourself i've always been persistent I uh, can ask my mum about that when i want to say when i was a kid i would, I would yeah I'd in scratch and fight for whatever I could get but um, no I've never I haven't always been like this uh, growing up I was um, yeah I had a lot of I guess body confidence uh, bo yeah body confidence I just wasn't confident in my own body you yeah. know like I, I was a lot shorter than all the other kids uh, as soon as I got to high school I, I got uh, pretty chubby <laughs> um, I must admit I was sort of Loving the canteen food a bit too much, but uh, yeah, I got a bit chubby and uh, I used to get picked on a little bit. I was a bit of a late bloomer, uh, so everyone else was growing up getting beards and I was still that short kid with a squeaky voice. And, um, I, I really I really lacked self-confidence growing up and yeah, even with my sport, like I love sport, played footy, um, yeah, did a lot of sport, and, but I was never like great at it you know like mm. I had so many ambitions I wanted to play AFL or do this or do that and I just yeah I was always had low self-confidence and I guess I think it was around year 12 I sort of like I sort of yeah I blossomed and, and <laughs> sort of came into my own I yeah, went through puberty and, and got really tall but I got really skinny and um, you know my, my confidence levels went up but then as soon as school finished I went down the wrong path. Like I had probably the opportunity to to pursue my football a little bit more because I had grown and sort of caught up with everyone else and whatnot. But I went straight down the road of chasing girls, drinking and taking drugs. Um, I guess the area I grew up around, um, I grew up in Thornley. Nothing against anyone that grew up <laughs> in Thornley. Um, but I was surrounded by that sort of thing growing up so yeah between the age of I'd say 17 to 22 23 so around that 2017 um, time I was yeah I was taking a lot of drugs drinking every week and um, and yeah just in a really dark place and I was scaffolding living week to week I was blowing all my money um, and yeah it's just that was my lifestyle, but I hit a point. I just hit hit a big hit a big roadblock, and like I said, it was like a reset button, like with everything else. And it took a long time to get there, 
and I probably went through a few times to be honest, I don't know I'd go back into that cycle, <laughs> but I realised this is not what I want to do and I sort of got in touch with what I was doing when I was younger and how I strive to, you know, want to play a sport at an elite level or um, anything like that and I got back in tune with the fitness side of things and I'd always trained somewhat, you know, um, I'd done like mixed martial arts as a kid, football, um, but then yeah, going through that party stage definitely fell off. But then once I got back into training, I, um, it was a big, yeah, it was a big crossroads actually. So I got back into training, uh, I, I slowed down on the partying and then there was a big reset button for me again and I broke my foot in Bali in 2016. So this was the, the start of like that real sort of darker period in my life and um, I felt hopeless. I couldn't work. I, yeah, I just like everything had just stopped for me. Mm. In that time, I picked up books. I started to meditate. I started to do a few other things and, and it just really showed me a different side to life and, it, and I almost, yeah, it was almost like soul searching, you know? Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for me breaking my foot, I probably would have kept going in that loop, you know? Drugs, yeah. drinking, partying, all that sort of stuff. And then I realized, fuck, there's so much more. Like, I, I, I don't want to be working construction. I want to do more things for my, for my health and my body. And it, it created a, a better cycle for me. And I started going to the gym more. I started doing a bit of yoga. And then that's when the body weight training started for me. And then I started seeing all these guys doing all this calisthenics. I was like, fuck, like, that's what I want to do. There's no way in hell I could even imagine myself doing a handstand. Yeah. I tried to do it and I'd be fucking almost break my back because <laughs> I had banana back and I just didn't have any knowledge behind it all but I, I yeah I got stuck into it and yeah that's that was a big change for me so no I haven't always been like this I was I had a yeah a uh, lot of self-confidence issues as a kid and then as soon as I sort of turned 18 my head probably got too big and I got into drugs and alcohol and then um, 22, 23, I had a big life-changing experience with an injury and then it put me onto the path that I'm on now. So, again, people could say, oh, I fucking did this or oh, I broke my leg and I just <laughs> fucked everything up and blah, blah, blah. But use that time to fucking search yeah. into, you, into yourself a bit more, realise what's going on inside of you. And that was my shift. And as soon as I started training Calisex, I became obsessed and I didn't know straight away that I was going to be a Cali coach or in a Cali gym. Um, I was just persistent at it and um, one thing led to another. That sales job at, at Good Life that we're working together, it was, that was my first job learning people skills and my first, uh, first job learning business and yeah. learning how to make money and you know, there's a big, there's a process to business and sales. And once I'd learned that, that was a tool. Then I went on to F45, and F45 taught me the group environment, the community. Yeah. And that was another tool. And then I went on to become a personal trainer. I got to coach people one-on-one -on -one and really drill into people to get their best out of themselves or yeah. unlock their full potential. That was another tool. And then I, I came to, I was doing it at home, and I was running the, the clothing business, and it taught me e-commerce and how to run online side of business mm. and that was another tool and then I came to Raw and I started PTing here and I started to combine all of that and I, at that point I trained Calisex for a few years and I was like 
I got told by an, another good friend and another mentor, Luke Simons. Um, shout out Luke Simons, he's amazing. <laughs> um, he said to me, if you've got a niche, go balls deep. Do, do your niche, do nothing else. Yeah. At, at the time I was PTing at Raw, I was doing you know, older ladies, I was doing very wide sort of spread uh, type of training. And as soon as he said that to me, he said, I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do that. And I said, all right, I'm only training calisthenics going forward. I even did it with my old ladies. I was like, all right, we're doing body weight training now <laughs> only, okay? And, and they really reaped the benefits of it. And because I was knowledgeable in those movements and yeah. how to progress with that, my clients started to, to get more out of it. And then I started to build more of a brand around what I was doing, movement mm. mastery at the time. And it, it started to attract more people like that. And then got to the point where it was, all right, I'm, I'm gonna leave Raw, I'm gonna go do my own thing. And I had this concept in my head, the Cali Chamber, I'd written up business plans. Cause I learned all those tools along the way. Learn how to write a business plan, learn how to build a sales process, a community, um, a one-on-one aspect, an e-commerce, an online side of things. Yeah. And I, I really drilled into it. I said, well, put everything from my mind on piece of paper. That's the best thing you can ever do, like going back to journaling. And then I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. And the day I handed in my notice at Raw, um, my manager was like, no, you can't leave, you can't leave. And I was like, oh, fuck, well, I need to grow, I need to blossom, you know? It's time for me to take the next step and then Within a week, I had a message from the owners of Raw, and she'd spoken to them, and they, they offered me a space to lease within their own building. And I thought that was a great opportunity, again, because calisthenics was, it, it is still very fresh to uh, WA, and it was a great opportunity for people that were within the building, there's like four or 5,000 members here, plus a public bar and grill, um, to, to really just look through the window and be like, what's that in there? And, oh, that's calisthenics. Come yeah. in, do a free trial, we'll teach you a trick in seven minutes, whatever. Like, um, so it was a great opportunity, but that, that's what really worked for me was along my journey, I was able to take tools and yeah. it wasn't just, that's it, I can fucking start a business. It wasn't at the start, you know, I'm gonna start a Cali gym. It yeah. was like, I went through four or five different jobs or periods of my life that taught me, hang on, now I've got all these pillars, all these tools to really start a yeah. business and, and take that to the next level. So. And that's a great example of um, putting in the work. Sorry, my watch is talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a great example of putting in the work, um, which is why I wanted to talk to you about this specific subject is, you know, like when you broke your foot, you said you reached out to books, podcasts, you started mm. meditating, you started yoga, mm. because that itself is you're putting in work in bettering yourself because otherwise you could have just sat on the couch, had however many weeks off and watched TV mm -hmm. for those weeks and, you know, not put in the work. And if you were to do that, you wouldn't have grown anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but you knew that you wanted something more. You knew you didn't want to stay in the work that you were at. So you put in the work, you wanted a better mindset. So you started journaling, you started reading books. Mm. Um, and then same thing with making, um, or, you know, um, owning a business. You didn't just, oh, I'm going to open a business, lease a spot and then owned one without having any education. You reached yeah. out to people, you use your, um, you know, your past experiences as a learning curve and 
you put in the work. You didn't just you didn't just sit there one day and was just like, oh, I'm going to open a business. All right, let's go. You exactly. took all your tools and yeah. you put it into good use. It's been a crazy journey. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, you know, people can assume and, like I said, to everyone else that looks into your life, they only see the highlights. So they only yeah. see what, what they think your life is or what you sort of perceive your life to be, whether it be on social media or whatever. Uh, but... Yeah, it's been a fucking crazy journey, um, and yeah, it's it's you know you put in the work, you you take on as many opportunities as you can get. You're just gonna be a better person for it all. And oftentimes, like there's times where I thought this was never gonna happen, but you know you're persistent, you keep at it. You just in the present moment, doing what you can do at that time, and things will things will come. Yeah. And there's always a time for something in your life, like. It might not seem like the right time, but it's the right time, you know? Yeah. Um, there's, like, yeah, even when Maddie and I found out we're having Indy, like, I was, we were, like, planning trips to America, <laughs> we were ready to travel the world, this was just before COVID, all that sort of stuff, and we're like, yeah, we're going to fucking, we're going to have a white Christmas, we're about <laughs> to book our flights, and then a few days later, a few days later, Maddie's, like, comes out with a little pregnancy stitch, like, Pregnant, and we we're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, so no white Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, I guess we're staying put. But I was stoked. Like, I was nervous at the time because you know where we were 24, 23. And I was like, like I thought I was gonna be having a kid at 30. I yeah. thought I was gonna be owning a house. I thought I was gonna have a business set up, everything like that. But what it actually did was that time that I thought you know oh my god are we ready for this whatever it actually forced us to be I guess ready and as well it's, yeah. it's made me so much more driven to um, succeed and, and do the best I can to provide the best life I can for our baby yeah. girl so yeah there's always there's always that time in life you know like it might not seem like the right time, but whatever you're going through, it's it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a quote on my watch, and I have a few that, like, so it changes every time my screen turns on. But one of them is trust the process. Yes. Know that you are exactly where you are meant to be, even though you may not be where you thought you would be. Exactly. And that is exactly what you've just said. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, like, and, and you might be going through a really rough time in your life uh, like I, I was at multiple times in my life and I just thought it would never get better but there's always light at the end of the tunnel yeah there's always a brighter day and you know you might have your worst day of your life and then a week later it might be the complete opposite and you'd be like holy shit how did I get here yeah um, but again just trust the process yeah and big thing is use it as a learning curve um, and yeah, learn from it. All right, so last couple of questions before I let you go. Yeah. What advice would you um, give to people, um, you know, who want to gain more confidence in themselves so that they can take on new opportunities? Gain more confidence? I guess it, it comes down to... Um, oops. It comes down to, like I said at the start, uh, healthy mind and healthy body drill in those two first ground what I mean by grounding is take your shoes off 
go walk on the beach, alright? You're connected to the fucking earth. Like, we are connected to Mother Nature. It's a big thing. People, you know, it's underrated. Take your shoes off, walk on grass. Don't go walk on the fucking beach, man. Walk on, <laughs> walk on the earth, right? It's very powerful. Get sun exposure. Go on the ocean. Breathe. You know, do these basic things. Like, it doesn't seem like much, but when you do them consistently, you'll be fucking shocked at how you feel. And if you can do that, that's going to be step one. And just feeling good in your own skin is going to be that, that roll-on effect. You know? yeah. Feeling good is the main thing. Um, do the basics. Yeah. Do the basics. If you can't exercise, just make sure you get 10,000 steps in a day. Yeah. You know, that might be going for a walk at 8 o'clock at night, going for a walk at 6 o'clock in the morning, depending on your lifestyle. But if you do 10,000 steps a day, I guarantee you're going to start to feel better. Yeah. You know, if you can get some sun, if you can get fucking 30 minutes of sun a day, get your lunch break, go sit in the fucking sun. Soak up the sun, you know. You'll feel amazing for it. I think the other thing that people um, want out of, you know, these kind of things is they want a quick fix. Mm. So maybe they'll do 10,000 steps one day and then they're like, well, that didn't make me feel good. (laughs) My my piece of advice there is there is no quick fix for fucking anything in life. Life is is never ending, or it is, but (laughs) you are, like, your body's consistently rolling on you know yeah. you need to make sure that you are maintaining that you are the vessel if your vessel is fucking run down you know you'd rather be a ferrari than a fucking toyota yaris nothing against toyota yaris is what i drive yeah. at the moment um but you know you want to be in the best version of yourself so yeah and it's the same with you know with your mind with um like physical training if you train for a whole year and you see this progress, you've lost weight, you're getting leaner, if you stop training, you don't just stay lean. Mm. You're going to go back to your old habits. Mm-hmm. So it's a continuous process. You need to be consistent. And um, biggest pet hate, sorry to interrupt, but my biggest pet hate is fucking 12-week challenges, 8-week <laughs> challenges. I hate that shit for that reason. It's like people are like, I'm going to do this in 12 weeks. And then they do the 12 weeks. They've lost 10 kilos and they go straight back to their old way of living. Yeah. They put that 10 kilos back on within another 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah. And then they um, wonder why why didn't it work? It's, why? A, vicious, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> but the, the fucking cycle you want to get into is continuous habits that are going to help you sustain the best way of living. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, for me, it's all those basics as well as journaling and um, yeah, just reminding yourself what you're doing. Yeah. So, Cody actually um, said this to me last night. He saw a meme um, about training. So he was like, oh, so if your dog is overweight, what do you do? You feed it less. You don't put it on a diet. Mm. You don't, you know, like give it intermittent fasting. You don't put (laughs) it in a keto diet. You don't give it a paleo diet. Mm. If your dog is getting overweight, you simply feed it less. If it's like underweight you feed it more diet diet to the <laughs> devil that's uh that's another one of the diet to the devil unless you're doing something that is obviously going to benefit your health for a certain reason whether you have gut health issues yeah. or anything like that fuck diets man like <laughs> um yeah there's so many other ways of doing things and the best way is a calorie fucking deficit 
uh, so just eating mm. less, like you said, and um, yeah, there's other ways of doing things. Like if you have underlying health issues, make sure you've got a good coach. Don't just go to the doctor and say, what do I do here? And they give you some fucking stupid thing to do. <laughs> um, get a good coach, i.e. someone from the Carter Institute that knows a lot mm. about the holistic health side of things. Um, and they will be able to teach you just basic ways to, to make yourself feel good and yeah. um, how to cleanse your body and stuff like that. So Yeah. Um, so, last question um, I have for you is what are your support systems? So, what tools do you use to continue your growth or, um, you know, some tools that you can give to people um, or recommend to people that really helped you in growing? Um, what tools, like, again, knowledge is power. That's a big thing. Uh, always look at bettering yourself. Always have a coach that can help you pursue what you're trying to pursue. Um, that's, that's a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. you can't always think that you are you know, the epitome of whatever you're doing. You can't be like, I know everything. I, that's where you're going to get stagnant and you're going to really struggle to progress. So for me, a coach, everyone needs a coach. Yeah. Um, and everyone um, is different with that as well. So your, co- your coaches are different, just like how you're different to other people. Mm. Just because one coach doesn't suit you doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad coach. They um, might just not suit what you're after so make sure you search for a coach that is yeah like you said suitable for your big, goals big time and don't give up like i i i've had bad coaches in the past and people that i really looked up to and, and thought you know these these people were teaching me a lot but they taught me you know i guess some things but then again like it just really didn't align with what i was doing so i've been through that i've had you know, three or four bad coaches before. Mm. But I, now I've got such a solid crew because I've, I've outsourced and I've met the right people and I connect with them well and we're on the same sort of, I guess, journey or purpose and and they help me be the best version of myself. So, yeah, having a coach, um, ha- making sure you're consistent. So be consistent. Journal. Fucking write things down. Like I said, a personal checklist, a business checklist, gratitude and pride pride's a big thing at the end of the day if you can think of three things you're proud of doing you're going to go to sleep feeling good mm. you're not going to go to sleep thinking, fuck i didn't do anything today to help me get ahead because you're making that you are making that non-negotiable you know yeah. like every day if you write down a few things you tick them off even if you miss a few i fucking miss things all the time but then i carry it on to the next day and i say all right yeah. i'm going to do this today and that's what keeps me accountable. I go to I go to sleep at night happy, you know. Yeah. But how do you differ, differen, differentiate ego and pride? Ego and pride. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a know. very thin line there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ego ego is something that I try and you know kill off as much as I can because ego is is yeah can be horrible at times. You know, if you're comparing yourself to other people or anything like that. It's only going to destroy you. So, pride to me is I'm proud of spending an hour or two hours with my daughter. You know, mm. we went for a walk together. I'm proud of doing that. I'm proud of giving someone a compliment. That's not ego driven. You're giving yeah. someone else that little buffer. So there, you might you know pick up a little bit. But uh, people need that sort of thing. You could be proud of. Um, 
going for a nice bit or uh, getting your 10,000 steps, you know? Things like that, that's not gonna be too ego-driven. It's gonna be ego-driven if you're like, I'm proud that I can see my fucking 12th app and fucking, <laughs> I don't know, you know? Like, you just gotta really, um, I guess, I guess ground yourself with it all and, and be proud of little things, little things that are helping you grow. Don't be proud of. Alright, so it cut off just then. <laughs> um, but so, don't be proud of. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Don't be proud of being, you know, bigger than the guy next to you or something like that. That's when it becomes ego driven. So, just, yeah, the little things. Be proud of whatever's making you better than yesterday and be humble about it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then just want to finish off with saying that you know it's not a quick fix um so josh was saying before that there is no quick fix in life and um everything is a journey if you want to keep progressing you don't just suddenly stop after you've you know trained your mind or trained your body after a year or after two years because once you stop the progress will disappear so you need to keep going with um that progress um if you uh, around Bibber Lake or um, you know even if you're not around the area definitely come by and try a class at Kelly come visit me and Josh and meet the other coaches such an amazing vibe here um, and I'm going to say it again and I'm going to continue to say it but Josh has created an amazing community here so he's very he's a humble guy so he won't take credit for it but he's um He's the one who, you know, created the energy. He's the one who's chosen the coaches. Um, and, yeah, your hard work is definitely paying off. So if you are ever having a, you know, down moment in life, come and visit us at the chamber and we'll we'll put a smile on your face. That's, that's a promise. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's my first podcast, so uh, it's been lots of fun uh appreciate it and yeah definitely come by check out check out the club and yeah if you you want to be part of a community this is the best place to be uh we are all on a journey together helping each other become the best versions of ourselves so come check amazing out. thanks so much josh and we will leave it there thanks for having me